Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, folks. How's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Thank you for joining me for my broadcast. I know, weird name for a program, Cut the Crap. If you're a first-time listener to the program, by the way, shout out to my listeners on Real Talk 93.3 FM. Uh, I know crap's a weird name for a program, but it stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. And you know, and I know, when we mix culture, race, and American politics, well, everything very quickly goes to hell in a handbasket. Tonight, I want to talk to you about, you've heard of it before, equal protection under the law. Now, right now, I think most people in our country believe that there's two sets of laws. All the laws that apply to us that they'll throw us under the jail for, and then there are little separate laws that basically means they just go take a vacation and they don't do any prison time. And I know that kind of sucks. I mean, that's just the easiest way to say it. We're living in a society where there's obviously two sets of laws. However, in tonight's broadcast, I want to take a look at our elections and our 14th Amendment. And our 14th Amendment specifically states that we're all supposed to be treated equally under the law. Now, we learned many things in 2020 that that necessarily doesn't apply. Now, I don't think we were looking at these things when it came to just us normal conservatives. Usually, you never heard of equal protection under the law until um, people, Democrats, were screaming, were screaming that the laws were unfair and would be restrictive to minorities. Let me give you an example. And I'm going to give you some Maricopa examples tonight, but I'm going to give you another one. In Maricopa, Arizona, Ducey signed, the Governor Ducey signed, a bill back in the summer, right after about the 4th of July, that requires proof of citizenship, proof of citizenship for voters. Now you think, okay, wow, that makes perfect sense. Our Constitution says you have to be an American citizen to vote, right? Well, in Arizona, they actually kind of have, and I I have no idea how they did it. I have no idea how they managed to do this in Arizona other than we were all freaking sleeping and they did it when we weren't paying attention. But somehow, if you are not an American citizen, 
you can vote in a federal election. We've talked about this before. They say you can't vote for governor and you can't vote for all that stuff, but you can vote for the president and vice president, right, of the United States, which makes no sense at all because you shouldn't be able to vote at all. Well, back in the summer, they signed into law that you have to have proof of citizenship to vote in federal elections. Now, that makes common sense, right? You're uh, not a citizen. You're not supposed to vote in our elections. And if you can't show that you're a citizen, you can't vote. Well, the Department of Justice and their Civil Rights Division sued Arizona that they said that was a textbook violation of the National Registration Act that requires each state to establish federal election voter registration procedures. Well, I think that is Arizona saying, hey, here's our federal election voter registration procedures. You got to have ID, you're a citizen. Well, the Department of Justice didn't agree with that. Uh... (laughs) They basically came back and said Arizona has passed a law that turns back the clock on progress by imposing unlawful and unnecessary requirements that would block eligible voters from registration rolls for certain federal elections. Their argument in this was that it would be uh, hard for the election people to go back and try to verify this. And therefore, it's discriminatory against the people that aren't citizens who are going to get to vote. And in my book, they're undoing the vote of an American citizen. But that kind of shows you just how upside down our elections laws are all over the place. And by the way, this is coming to a state near you. If it's in one state, they're going to push it off into other states. And that's how I'm looking at this. Why is it that when you, a conservative, show up at the elections, and let's say you're a little light in the melanin, you know the skin coloring, you just don't quite have enough density to the melanin, and you show up and you don't have your ID, well, they kind of send your butt home. How is that okay? How is it okay that in these elections, if you're very caucasoid like me, and God forbid I walk in and show my legs, they would think I was made of pure white snow, they actually end up checking your ID three or four or five times before you're able to vote. Why is that? Why are things like that okay? Now, if they're doing it, for those basic functions to vote. Things that just make painfully obvious. You must show you have a voter ID because you're white. Oh, hey, hey, you're from another country? That's cool. Hey, show me your jab, right? You can vote. I just don't get this. And I don't, what I more importantly don't get is why do we accept this? Why do we accept it? So I decided to try to look a little deeper into this process. This dual sets of rules, how 
far does it go? Do you think it's just a surface level thing all to play the race card and politics and, you know, civil rights and it's all for show and they're just trying to load the voter rolls? Or do they actually use it to their advantage by having unequal rules for two different sets of people? Or do you think they apply the same rules to everybody? We, we know at the beginning of the election in 2020, they booted all kinds of ballots because they didn't have a signature or they felt that your signature didn't match or you just scribbled and they didn't like it and it wasn't enough and they sent it out. But at the end of the election, they allowed thousands of ballots to actually be voted and counted with absolutely zero signatures. So I got to thinking about that one specifically. Who in the hell would kick out signatures at the beginning because they just felt they didn't match? But at the end of the election would let thousands and thousands of votes come through with no signature at all. How does that happen? Well, I think we found the answer, and that's what we're going to talk about in this program. We're going to unpack this, and let's just see if you arrive at the same simple conclusion we arrive to why there's two different sets of rules. Be right back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton-Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes people cheat? 
Think about it. Have you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters? People cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is. But the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent in any election year. $14 billion was spent in 2020. And then you have the first time in history by many, many multiples, tons of ballots mailed out, dumped in the marketplace. Is it a lot easier for maybe hundreds or tens or even thousands of people to do a bunch of little things end up changing the big result? So sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things. There's enough small people that do some of these bad things we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Here's Jovan. Okay, folks, we're back. We're talking about uh, voting. I mean, obviously, but here's the question. Are voters both equally protected and equally represented under the law. You know the left fights this exceptionally hard. They're going to scream civil rights and racist all the time. I'm wondering, do we have that same right? Wouldn't we have the same right to say our civil rights have been violated? Why is it that um, just because you have a little more melanin in your skin, that that is the only thing that qualifies you that your civil rights have been violated? And I want to take a hard look at this because the one thing that kind of tipped me off in Maricopa was in doing the audit when you find out that they... At the beginning of the election in 2020, they were rejecting ballots because people didn't sign their names to them. And or they didn't sign them enough or they didn't think it matched. At the end of the election, they let thousands of ballots go through with no signature and they counted them. What's even worse is we found out that let's just call it two million ballots. After about 3,000 or 300,000 ballots running through the signature check, they just basically turned it off. Now, I have a question for you. If they kicked out ballots by the thousands at the beginning and they let thousands in at the end with no signature, we caught those, but they turned it off after 300,000 ballots, how is it? that all of our civil rights or our equal protection wasn't violated. Because, see, we really don't know what happened for probably 1.7 million ballots. We know a handful that there are, we know several thousands at the end, right? Ten, you know, many thousands came through with no signature. But, say, they only let us see a little bit. They're playing with smoke and mirrors there. They don't want to show there's far more than the margin of the election. 
But what about 1.7 million unanswered questions? And then I said, well, look, if they're actually willing to do that because they were, they think they can hide it. They never thought anybody was going to look deeper. What if we could look into the very people that were running the election? I'll give you an example. In Maricopa County, they have Stephen Richter, I think is how you say his name, or Richter, or whatever it is. He looks like Richie Cunningham. I just call him Little Ricky Richter, right? Uh... If you go back in time and look at his social media timeline, you find out that he was somebody you would probably consider to be, well, a Democrat, a a liberal. So how did, out of nowhere, this guy run in his first election, his first election, and all of a sudden become the county recorder of the fourth largest county in the United States of America representing the second largest voting block of people. So then I get to thinking, well, okay, if we've got bad people on the inside, for sure, and we've got bad results and they're not applying the law equally, Then what about the thousands of people, the thousands of people that work in the election? What about the ones that worked in the election? Have we ever taken a very, very close look at the people that work in the elections? See, they always play this public game. Like the media likes to quote that little BS figure that Joe Biden got a few more votes than he had the first time around. But that's actually not the truth. That was a technicality on one little count. But then they fail to tell you there's a hundred, almost 100,000 ballots missing. See, that count comes from an electronic sheet not from the actual hard ballots. And so they report on one little bitty thing, but don't tell you the big bomb over here that there's 97,000 ballots missing that look like they never existed. So how deep does this go? How deep does this go? Does this push down to every single person that works in the election Could it be that every single person just somehow in 2020 decided to go rogue because orange man bad? Well, I have to tell you my opinion on that. I don't think so. I don't think that's the case at all. Because there's many of these rigs and nefarious things they can do that can happen with people sitting right there running these elections, doing and serving like they have maybe for a decade or maybe for two or three decades, and they have no idea that it was done right under their nose. So if it's not everybody, but we know somebody's doing it, How do you think it would happen? Could it be 
that people within the election get so used to running certain positions and so used to seeing certain faces that they end up not questioning some of the people around them. And if that's the case, in a forensic audit, could we actually look at the people, the very people hired to run the elections during the day or hired to run the ballots through at MTech, you know, where the, the tallies actually happen? What if we took a look at the people? Could the people and their habits or their traits actually give a good indication of where they stand? You know, if you went for a job interview and you looked at people's social media, they would uh, call you a conspiracy theorist because you have Donald Trump's stuff. Does it work the other way if we took a look at the people that worked the election? Or could this be one way that a lot of people didn't think about that we don't have equal protection. Does equal protection in elections actually uh, apply to equal representation? Hang tight. You're going to be surprised. Be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. 
and then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. No, you didn't vote. You thought you voted. All you did was mark a piece of paper with what you wanted to vote, but your vote didn't count then. If you don't know this information, how can you change what's going on? Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. You've lost family, you've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. If you were asked by someone to explain how did the computers rig votes, how did the numbers change, most people would never be able to much less explain it or even understand it. Your eyes just glaze over. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. There were 242 operatives just in Georgia alone. And what they did is they loaded every one of these drop boxes. Here's where they got the ballot. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happening. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Corrupt politicians do not want people to know the truth, and the media doesn't want people to know the truth. It's kind of like karate. You watch a karate movie, you think you know one move, you try to use it on somebody, and you end up getting your butt kicked. And there's always people that come in to chat all the time and think they actually know what happens here. So for people who have just begun this process, let me explain to you. In a mail-in ballot, when that ballot gets mailed to you in an envelope, you open that envelope and you pull out the ballot, you vote your ballot, you put it back in the secure envelope, and you sign it. You sign that and send it back. That's the perfected process of verifying, self-verifying, albeit, your mail-in ballot when it comes back. And in Maricopa County, right, there are so many discrepancies unless, unless you get your news from memes or you get your news from CNN. It is the most 
widespread irregularly irregularities, maladministration, and nefarious activities ever found in one single election in one single county. Now, of course, the mainstream media hides that from you, but if you were a regular watcher, you know that. And so one of the things I was talking about was how is it at the beginning of the Maricopa election, they were kicking out ballots. Yes, it's called ballots because when it comes in the envelope for the mail-in ballot and the envelope has no signature, they kick it out. What goes out? Ah, the ballot, because they don't vote it. And so it all comes down to that signature verification. So they're kicking out ballots, because that's what's in the envelope with no signature, that say, hey, you can't do this. And then at the end of the election, they actually looked at the same ballots in an envelope with no signatures, and they said, well, we'll just go ahead and count these. And they let them be opened, and they let them count. Well, that's having two different sets of laws in one election. And that's not allowed. That's against not only our voting laws and almost every state statute there is. Every state has this. In fact, in Pennsylvania, a good example in 2020, if a ballot, most people can connect this, but we have some simple learners here tonight, the ballot, which was mail-in. So let me describe the mechanism. It's an envelope. It's got postage on it. Inside is a ballot. Inside is a second envelope, and it's in an envelope, and it's mailed to you. It constitutes the colloquialism, the ballot. Anyway, as that was sent out, if they came in and they didn't have a signature, uh, they were supposed to be disqualified. However, if in fact somebody let that ballot come back with no signature and let it get through the process, that would be a misdemeanor. If they actually let it get through the process and get all the way to the tally, that would have been a felony. And so see, a lot of this was manipulated in 2020. So what was so unique about this process? So this has been going on for months. And Taking a look at the people, one of the things we've been pushing for for months is we want to see the exact combination affiliation of the people that are responsible for handling all this. See, in Arizona and a lot of states, it's supposed to be a one-to-one law. All of the people looking at the critical processes or the sign-in of the ballots, or the transfers of the ballots, etc., you're supposed to have equality. You're supposed to have one Democrat and one Republican. You're supposed to have both sides represented. That is what constitutes that you had a fair contracted or contractor or fair observer. These are for poll workers, not poll watchers, okay? So it's an actual legal obligation. We'll come to find out in Arizona, the numbers are coming in, that Arizona hired a hundred more Democrat workers for their primary they just had over Republican workers. They hired 857 Democrat poll workers and they only had 712 
Republicans. Now, this is supposed to be a law, okay? This is supposed to be a law that it's on the books. Well, we always knew that this was off, and the reason is we knew in some of the outside workers in 2020, I was just talking about the midterms, that it was 70-30. They had 70% Democrat affiliates versus 30% Republicans working it. Now, what's interesting is the county was given some 500 names of potential GOP, meaning conservative Republican poll workers, before the, the midterms. So they could staff up because they were complaining they didn't have enough poll workers. By the way, it pays $49 an hour. And that uh, they didn't have enough. So they were given this list to be able to hire people. Come to find out, the county can't even confirm that they even took the time to call that list. When it came to the receiving of the ballots and the inspection, remember how I told you about on a massive amount of the chain of custody documents, verification signatures are missing? Meaning when those boxes of ballots come in from the remote centers, these trays, that they're actually not even signed for. And in many times, they don't even list the number of ballots that are in the tray. Well, how do you have a chain of custody if supposedly, I've shared this with you before, you have 50 trips, and out of the 50 trips, conveniently, all of them never mention how many ballots they brought in. And you wonder, why would people be so blatant about their signatures? Could this be the answer? That you're supposed to have equality here. You're supposed to have equal protection. You're supposed to have equal representation. You're supposed to have a Democrat and a Republican working side by side to do this. Why is it that we found that the ratio of the people who check in the ballots and the tracking and sign form receiving in and out is six to one in favor of the Democrats. Now, how is it that if, in fact, there was only a disconnect of 100 people, all total, right? The, the number was uh, 712 to 857, right? That's almost on parity. Why is it in the actual inspection process, this is where the ballots are received coming in from the drop boxes, coming in from the remote locations. They have to be signed in in trays. You got to have this impeccable chain of custody that's supposed to be filled out. Why uniquely in that position is it six to one Democrats? Do you think that's okay? Do you think that's equal representation? Do you think it's kind of fair that the very people that have to certify what ballots came in is primarily run overwhelmingly six to one by Democrats? Do you think it's okay that 
There are no signatures in Maricopa, now I'm talking about 2020, that can confirm in excess of 400,000 ballots. There are no signatures to confirm where they came from or that they were properly signed in. Now, if that's a critical part of the process, why aren't they talking about that? See, this is the kind of stuff under the hood that you never, ever find out about if you just accept their total crap that this was the safest election ever and you just do these little risk-limiting audits where they look at 50 ballots. Yep, it's right, 50 ballots. See, they never, ever, ever check the paperwork doing that. They never, ever check the real numbers. Why is that? Could it be that our system has become so compromised and so tainted that you now have an interesting position of almost professional operatives? Why is it in these six states, specifically six counties in six states, that a lot of these people that worked in the check-in for signing, receiving, inspection, they brought in from other states. Why do you think they did that? Why do you think they had foreign nationals? This happened in Georgia. Why did they have foreign nationals come in to serve those particular positions. But see, here's the interesting part of it. That's not against the law. Every little bitty loophole here that can be compromised is compromised. Who would have thought that you now have to inspect you must have an absolute Republican there and an absolute Democrat there. Oh, by the way, you know how they check that? You just have to tell them. They, you don't have to verify it. They don't have to look at your voting record. You just have to tell them, oh, I don't identify as a party or I identify as a Republican. This is how porous our system is. And we can complain all day long that the they look the other way about what happened or the media doesn't cover it. But the whole point tonight is this system we have is sick, screwed, corrupted, humpbacked, horrible, the worst imaginable diseased system you can imagine in the world. And isn't it a shame that it's associated with the United States of America where this happened, supposed to be safe and secure and great? I've got some solutions for you. Hang tight. I'll be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? 
You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. I know you're thinking, as I share all this with you, what a bunch of crap. 
How will we ever get this fixed? And that is why we're winning. I want to give you some reasoning here that I need you to think about. See, I can, I can lay all of these things out for you that are broken and horrible and screwed up. But why am I able to share that with you? Now, I'm sharing it with you to make you the smartest patriot in the room. But why am I able to share it with you? Because this is the first time in history that, as a nation, we have taken a deep forensic look at our elections. And that's why we're winning, and you're right, Peggy, you are the smartest patriot in the room, we're winning because we now see it. And that is what's priceless here. I know I could get you down talking about that. I can see it in the comments. I understand it. Watching the comments on the screen as I record the program. But you have to remember, we now know it. We now verbalize it. We now understand how it happens. And the way to fixing this is 100% about awareness. And we just weren't aware. We didn't know where to look. We didn't know what to look for. And that's why I always tell you, even as bad as 2020 is, with this absolutely horrible, selected, not elected, maladministration we have, we now know what's going on. The entire landscape has changed. Nobody would have thought to look. I, I bet you there's, we could easily list three to 400 individual things that prior to our work because of 2020 would have never been questioned or looked at. And see, that's how they got away with it because we never questioned it. Nothing ever happened significantly enough to get all of us collectively off our butts. What you witnessed in 2020 is the old way is out. You now know what a risk-limiting audit is. You know that Georgia did one in their primary in, in 2018, and they looked at 25 ballots. 25! And said, it's okay. And then when it came to the 2020 election in Georgia... That risk-limiting audit was 250. You now know all of these things you never knew. And you know how to call your lawmakers out on it. I had a lawmaker today, just to be a little transparent, won't tell you where, basically pontificating about there was nothing wrong in their state, everything was perfect. And let's just play a little hokey pokey here because I don't want to tell you who it is, but let's say they did something to half of their machines months ago that the lawmaker didn't even understand. Uh, did you just say you deleted that stuff? Yeah, we, we deleted it because we had it. And somebody like me who says, well, don't you understand that's a violation of federal code? Here's the two codes. 
the person who considered himself great in elections and nothing happens in his state literally became so flustered at me, he told me to F off. I kid you not. Now, I know he said it in a moment of weakness because it rocked his world to have no concept of something that simple. Now, the reason I tell you this is because we've all grown because of this. I've always told you this. We take off our shoes at the airport only because one rat bastard got through with a bomb built into the sole of his shoe. We don't learn until something goes wrong. And certainly in 2020, something went wrong. We're all better for it. Even people that would swear up and down, nothing happened in the elections. Nothing's wrong. Nothing ever happened. You you can't convince me something happened. And I feel bad for some of these people because when you show them the proof, they're either speechless or they go, oh my God, and you kind of see their world crumble or they get mean and defensive. But that's human emotions. And the reality is that our world's changed. Just as much as our world has gotten crappy, and you have to admit it's gotten crappy. If I saw a little clip from our mail-order maladministration person who was selected, I guess on 60 Minutes, I don't know, and say, asking, well, what do you feel about this inflation? Because it's at 8.5%. And he says, it's, it's not that bad. We're going along good. It only moved to very little. And the interviewer said, wait a minute. It's, it's 8%. And, and Biden said, yeah, but it didn't go up all at once. It went up a little, and now it's just going up even very little. We started, we started leveling out. It's just going up a little more each time, each month. <laughs> what an ignorant response that was. But now we know these things. There's so much we know to look at. And there's so much gaslighting our politicians do to us. But you are the most enlightened generation ever to exist regarding how elections are operated and won. And that just sent chills down my spine because it's true. In the 22 months, almost 23 since this happened, every one of you has accelerated light years in understanding our laws, both federal and local. You guys have literally PhDs in how elections are run. You guys know more than most of your election officials. And that is a brilliant gift. And that's why all I told you, that's not a downer. That's to show you we found it. And when you find it, you can expose it and you can shut it down and make them all cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the Crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. 
See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned. If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one Well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks, or you can even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.